Welcome to the first episode of the Unique Individuals. I am Batey. We're alongside Josh and Cal. Um, for the first episode, we're going to be covering week one of the 2020 AFL finals. And uh, lads, any opinions on the general week itself? Um, I'm a bit disappointed. Um, we'll get to that through the episode, but yeah, N- no good performance yeah. by my boys. That's for sure. I think... I think it was what the first, like first time in finals, or for a long time that all games have been yeah, under twenty like, points. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it was an exciting week. There was two games under a goal, within the two qualifying games were both under sixteen points. So yeah. it was very, very intense. Yeah, that's, that's what I say. A few yeah, upsets know. as well. Eh? So we'll, we'll get straight into it. Um, so we'll cover game one, which was Port Adelaide nine four fifty eight beating Geelong five twelve forty two by sixteen points. I think the main story of the game was Tom Hawkins. I think he's, I think it was zero, go, zero goals, five that he kicked. For the common yeah. medalist in a big final, that's really yeah. not exactly acceptable. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he kicked yeah. one out of bounds. People were saying out on the full. Yeah, it was out yeah. inside. So he had, he had about six scoring opportunities yeah. and a good, I think three or four of them were very good opportunities. Really to, gettable. Yeah. Because he had, Geelong yeah. would have won if he, if he kicked them all. Yeah, he kicked straight, Geelong. Yeah, he, he definitely rushed game. a few. Like, there was one that was a really slight angle. Yeah, oh, the left he also went one with, like, the banana. Um, I, think it was in, I think it was in the second quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And ma- the margin was, was very close as well. And, yeah, just went, missed a lot. So I think I think another story of the game as well was um, Port playing at Adelaide Oval. I think having, I think it was about 25,000 yeah. fans there. Yeah. Good, good oh, 80% yeah. of them being Port Adelaide fans. And, and they are a very passionate bunch down there. It's, they it's are. A very, it was a very, very interesting match to see unfold with the crowd getting behind Port. Because I know in that second and third quarter, the crowd was willing Port on so hard. And, and I think Port's pressure intensified throughout it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you I were there. So, so you, yes, you did get to like... Taking the back, yeah, all, all the experience and the match day, like, and even when you're just watching on the TV, like it's so loud, it's like you're actually there, like, yeah, indeed, it, it's it's unbelievable the yeah. way, um, Paul, and then never yeah, that, that, is, that is one of the I, I say from personal experience, I think that is one of the best. I think Port Adelaide do the best game days in the AFL from from what I've experienced. Yeah, I can agree. Maybe only topped by Richmond or Collingwood, but you know, out of yeah, two well, traditional Victorian clubs, Port can get fifty thousand out of the level and make it sound like one hundred and ten thousand instantly. It's it's yeah, quite incredible to witness. True. I think, I think I think Adelaide Oval on Thursday night was as loud as, as I've ever heard, it, and I've been to a lot of games at the Great Ground. I yeah. think that final that final siren beforehand, the, all the crowd were on, in, on board, and I think the Geelong, the life of Geelong, just got sucked out by the fans and even by the pressure that Paul ended up displaying towards the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. they're very, um, very true. The Port Adelaide fans, and they really get behind the team. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's, and I mean, that's what that's what footy is about today, isn't it? It was definitely a huge fact to get them um, yeah. in the line because I think they only lost one game there for the whole year, and that was against St Kilda. I think it was in round yeah. eight. From oh, memory, yeah. but they've got a very good record, especially when they get the fans involved, um, and especially yeah. when it gets back next year, hopefully. Um, and they've only lost all goes well. They've only lost one final Adelaide Oval, so I'm pretty sure and that was a kick after the sign of the Luke yeah. game. So yeah, that, oh, that yeah. as well. They've got a very they, so they it's are, looking good. We'll get on to that, but um, also Razor Ray, I think another oh. one we'll be talking about. He um, he he was <laughs> very very interesting. 
towards the end of the game and towards and just during the whole, the whole game. And, like, he, he's bouncing. Like, I was on um, – I touched on that quickly. I'm not sure if you saw um, – Yeah, Chris Scott was... But, yeah, like, with Chris Scott, how he went at halftime. But also, oh, like, yeah. he was also bouncing the ball to the left. Like, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't going exactly in the middle. Oh, yeah, I did Like, see he, he was always going to the left. And, like, I, I, I found that weird, like, why not bounce in the middle? Like, if you can't properly bounce in the middle, just just throw the ball throw up. It up. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. It's I think that right simple. Enough. I think Razor, just as the person that he is, tends to be a bit charismatic. And I think, you know, that uh, the uh, war mm. part was um, quite <laughs> interesting. Especially, especially looking back at the game, you know, yeah. seeing that Razor sort of makes it a bit more about himself, which I'm not saying is necessarily a bad thing. But yeah. an umpire <laughs> should be more focusing on. Yeah. 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 On the screen, he would do something fancy. He'll yeah. do something fancy, I can say that. He, so, he does that a lot. On on the topic of Geelong and you know how poor they normally are in finals, their recent record in finals, I believe, has only won about three games, three or four in the last yeah, ten years since the 20, 2011 grand final. Yeah. So I think since the, 20, the only yeah. one they've won is the, the 2016. 2017 against Sydney. Yeah, um, the semi-final. They beat the 2018 against sorry 2019 yeah. against so, the Eagles, and then 2016 against the Hawks, which was. Oh, after the yeah. sorry, Isaac Smith any missed. Yeah, so, so, so they oh, so yeah. they made finals. All, like, those, since, all about one year, since, I think. Since 2011, they've missed one year. That was in 2015. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. only won three games out, out of those years. I and I think I think that I think it's that pretty poor. Is, no, like I think I think it's it's funny with Geelong because they always show in the regular season they're such a classy outfit when they're at their best. But it's a shame at finals they always mm-hmm. tend, like 2017 for example they played they played Choke. Adelaide Adelaide Oval. And in the prelim, and that was and they such got absolutely a, thumped, and they got demolished by ten goals. And then yeah. last year they got they choked a really good halftime late against the Tigers. Oh. I know Richmond at the G is just about the most the hardest away day you can get, but and they had a good Port, margin. But they had a good margin. They were in the game against Port, and then their Coleman mm. was Tom Hawkins had a shocker. It's it's Let really um, it's 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 interesting to see how it's going to unfold because Geelong aren't going to go and go Chris Scott get out of our club. Because because he's still delivering them finals, but then at the same time he's not delivering results but, in those finals. Yeah. You know, they're like they're they're at their average. That's True. Sort of their, that's their niche. They're 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 consistently a top eight side and a very strong one at that. But I wouldn't be surprised they go in straight sets next week to Collingwood. Yeah, it, like it, yeah, I can't. They are doing well. And even if they beat Collingwood next week, I can't. No, see I think them that's an easy to get, to get bigger in final. To be honest, if if that's if that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I feel I feel Geelong are very they're they're well set up and they can definitely make success, but like they need those guns like Danger and that to really show because Danger, you know, a man who's never played in the grand final, one of the best players in the one era, should be playing in the grand final. Yep. And mm. sure and, and he has yeah. the ability to take a game over like that. He should be he, you know, the the intensity like the players should be doing it for those sort of players who deserve to be playing in grand finals and deserve to be having a good yeah. crack. They should be playing for one another, but it does doesn't because Geelong fell apart in that third quarter against Port and yeah, yeah. Once they go down, yeah, they don't, and they don't find a way back. They look they look threatening at times, but they can't make make the most of it. Yeah, I, I so they, kick, they, 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 they kicked twelve behinds as well, so that was yeah, you know, that was huge. I just want to touch on the, the mm. catch quickly. With the they've gone like the likes of Selwood, Danger, and and Ablett and Co. Is could this season be the final chance they have to go for the flag? 
This season, next season. They're running out of time. I reckon next season. Because this season's the final season for Gary Ablett. He's been one of the best. He's been one of the best. He's probably the best player of the modern era. And he's definitely... Yeah, you I think he's still got that. enough in his final series to go and you know have a blinder or two, but it just—it's a bit of a shame because you know they play him. They play him at half forward. I'm pretty yeah. sure, and they really like you know if you get the best mm. out of Gary, and I, I don't know what Gary's like with his shoulder and whatnot, but they've they've got to throw him in the guts and see what he can do because you know I think if Gary Ablett, the, mm. the when he's he's the best really player the morning, almost carried the Gold Coast Suns before he did his shoulder to the top eight, which you know looking back on it now <laughs> is a very impressive feat. Yeah, you've got to yeah. you've those sort of players, and if Gary's playing for you know his last season, he might know inside that this is it for him, that he would want to go out and at least playing in a grand final or playing you know in a in a really mm. big game, and it just feels like they don't really want to give him that chance. Same with, same with like Danger, you know, you, you think his chances are running out to be a serious contender in a grand final because as Geelong's chances are starting to run out to be you know serious contenders, and I know we say this every year, mm. but. It's, you know, yeah, as every but, year goes, players get older, it becomes harder for them. Yeah, because with this year, because mm, it's definitely true. the final season for Gary Ablett. He said um, when he signed his contract last year, he said, I'll sign, like, this one-year contract and then I'm done. So, yeah. But because of he, COVID, you never know. He might he might come well, back. Well, he pretty much and, all but confirmed it on yeah. his Instagram. Yeah. That he was be, saying. Yeah. It, it might be that Gary Ablett farewell to her next year. As, as next year will be the Sean Bergwijn farewell yeah, it, to her. It could be this weekend. Mm. This could be the final time we see uh, Gary Ablett, which is which is a very very incredible prospect to think about, Josh. It's yeah, it's yeah. like incredible after nineteen long years or something. Because I think he got picked up and uh, two brown medals in two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Oh seven oh nine. No, he because he, he went to Gold Coast. Yeah, in, in twenty eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. he was in Gold Coast twenty eleven, mm. wasn't he? All right, um, and the, and the last little topic from the game is: Do you reckon? Do you guys reckon Port are the real deal this season? They've come out of nowhere. Yes. To to yeah. can, to the fact that Ken Hinckley was <sighs> on the bridge of being sacked before this season. Yeah, because it's it's quite incredible to think Port have come this far, but can Port win the prelim against either Richmond or St Kilda and make a grand final and knock off more than likely Brisbane in the big dance? They should be able to get. Past uh, I don't know. I, I can see them beating. I can see them winning the, the grand, grand final. Will be like hard. tight against Richmond, but grand I, can't, final will be I just hard. can't see them beating Brisbane at, at their at their at their home deck. I just can't see anyone beating Brisbane except for Richmond. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Yeah. I reckon. I think yeah, Port. You could tell at the start of the game this week that Port's sitting very inexperienced in finals. They were making very silly mistakes very early on. And they and they mm. rectified that in the second yeah, half. But, but but they got this. But they clicked into gear, especially in that, that second quarter. I think what was Geelong, was sorry, you go. the goal on halftime by yeah that, um, that gave them momentum heading uh, Brad the, Ebert. the second half. It was, it was, oh, it was yeah, a very good yeah, kick. Put, I think it was yeah, Selwood was. not too long ago. I think it was like forty seconds ago. He kicked yeah, the, the catch had the momentum. Goal. Um, yeah. But then they were getting mm. the ball back, get that mark on fifty, and Eber went bang on the halftime siren. So that. Probably helped heading to third quarter that they knew they had the momentum and they had the lead by a point. So, yeah, well, that's mm. that's it really. Um, yeah. so Port, yes, Port, Port in the good. prelim. Yeah, so Cow will be a quarter of the as well. Or you, you reckon? You reckon they're a grand final? They're a grand oh. final potential, but not one to go the whole way. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I feel like you're going similar to 2007. Right. So we come, we jump in, we jump into the next qualifying final: Brisbane versus Richmond. 
Brisbane, 10 goals, 69. Defeated Richmond, 8 goals, 6.54. Brisbane won by 15. Um, we'll we'll start. Are Brisbane's accuracy problems fixed? Obviously, that was a huge talking point coming into this week. It was can definitely Brisbane, fixed this week. Can 100%. Brisbane, you know, get on top yeah. of them? It seemed this week that they started off very, very well. That Daniel Rich goal within the first couple of minutes really Yeah, like that. That happened like the first 30 or 40 seconds. Um, and it was a good kick from 50 as well. And I think just the way they were able to start that and the way he was able to kick it. Yeah, um, boosted yeah, the exactly. momentum. I think that showed what the Lions were capable of on Friday night. Mm. Um, and I think in the same... And it shows the same, how, how deadly they are. At the and yeah, the same thing. That's what I was about to go to. Their home advantage is almost a light <laughs> yeah. sports. It's exactly the same. Mm. And all of the gap is much smaller. It's you know I think the like you, you hear the noise story watching on television oh, yeah, and it's, it's it's absolutely amazing. it's incredible yeah. to see and especially their rise over the last few seasons they, yeah. they wouldn't have barely pulled any crowds a few years back yeah they're one of the most fun and exciting teams watching the comp the most likable team under I'd say yeah. the most likable team in the comp under Chris Fagan who was more than likely the most likable coach and it's like yep. and it's yeah. such and it's such just a fun team to watch and you know they've done it the hard way they've rebuilt they've you know they've the whole mm. AFL world's seen it, and it's it's really good to watch. They finally have a they crack. They have a crack at a flag, and I think this year will be their best year. If they're going to get the final of the Gabba, yeah. the final of the Gabba, which you know won't happen again realistically, it's yeah. it's a great. And I think it's I think touching on that as well. I know, you know, we're sort of we've got an agenda list here that we're sticking to, but I think um, that the grand the grand final being at the Gabba is a very very good experiment for the AFL. I think it's come at the perfect time. Yeah, where percent. Mm. Where you know the debate has been going on since I think about 2017 about it's been well, for a while. What's going to happen if you know if if teams who have been really good all year play at the MCG against a Victorian team and get smoked? Yeah, and, and I think I think that's definitely year, happened and, in 2017. And yeah, and and 16 as well, the Swans and you know even yeah. 15 with the Eagles. It's it's it's, it's gone it's Eagles, gone back yeah. since like you know forever. Yeah, I, I don't think, for years. I don't think a Victorian team's lost at the G since 2018 in a grand final. And then before no. that, it, it was like two. I think it was like two thousand and five. Before no, that, no, no, it was yeah, because like twenty twelve for the Swans, yeah. which but twice, yeah. twice in a decade, you know, it's and especially when you look at a lot of those teams, Swans were better than Dogs in sixteen, Crows were better than Tigers in seventeen, in, in fifteen, um, Eagles were better than the Hawks, better than the Hawks, yeah, Crow were even better than the Hawks in thirteen. You know, there's mm. there's certain teams that you know, probably deserve to have won a flag because it was at the G. So I think this opportunity for the AFL, they've done this as well as they could have. Yeah. I think, I think as well, the night, mm. the night grand finals are prospect. That, that's a great experiment. I, I think, yeah. although I, I'm a firm believer in a day grand final. I know, I know it's debates. Yeah, for same. Time, but I think day grand finals are heaps good. Oh yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, if your team does get up, then you can celebrate long into the night. Whereas, yeah. and then if you know, I know, I know a final. lot of people, I know a lot of people have drinking rituals that you, rituals that go in, you know, That'll, that'll start at buddy, you know, 12 o'clock and well, go yeah, all the way to the twilight. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, normally time, starts early. In 2017, like, after they won, like, Swan Street. Oh, Swan Street was incredible. Yeah. That was in lockdown. Like, yeah, after, I'm, I'm, like I'm a Crow supporter, <laughs> but that, that was, was in lockdown. That was a, a sight Swan to Street. see. And that, that went long to the night and even the next day. Like, they just went yeah, down. And exactly. You can pretty much say it was the exact same last year. Um, just like not as like the chaos as it was in 2017 after like they broke the drought. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. There was still so many storylines. It, 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 it was a really good win against Crows. Whereas, whereas last year, 
They beat the Giants by like yeah, point, ninety points or something. A boring grand final. Giants are not boring, well, besides yeah. Marlon Pickett, obviously, yeah, that was that was an, that was a fantastic <laughs> yeah, that, story. That, that was a very great story. Um, All right, so we'll we'll move back but, onto the game. Though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so Richmond <laughs> Richmond seemed a lot weaker in the forward line without Tom Lynch. Um, what do we think? He'll return more than likely for the game against uh, St Kilda. Yeah, so I read with um, so he, he got spotted by Tom Brown. At the beach, and they had a chat, and Lynch pretty much said that he is 100% ready. Yeah. So, mm. I would say he will play. If he doesn't, it'll be very surprising, unless something happens this week. So, do we... So, Richmond, he obviously... Oh, Richmond, obviously, better for having Tom Lynch in, but oh, it's yeah, a bit of a worry, because yeah. he has been fairly injury-prone this season. I think he hurt his... He broke his finger. He's obviously done his injury. Yeah. I'm not actually 100% sure what the injury is um, that he has done. Amstrom, I think. Oh, was the hammer? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that yeah. was the game which, against, which has taken him two weeks. If he reaggravates that against St Kilda, that could be that could be his season done. And Richmond without him, mm. Lynch don't exactly have a solution. They've got the big Chol who basically plays Marble Yeah, but isn't exactly like he's, he's, a, inexperienced. he's, a, he's an experience. He's a very good leap of the ball, but, but he's, he, he still needs experience. He still needs yeah. experience, especially mm. come finals time. Cause I, I don't think he's played a final, so it's basically up I mean, to Jack you, you, well at the moment. Like yeah. when mm. when uh, without Lynch, um, and like he he didn't have his best game. Um, yeah, Jack exactly. well. And I was going to say something like we because normally they have uh, Martin in the forward line. I think yeah. I was... Over the past few years, where when Dusty has not kicked a goal, the Tigers have lost. So and yeah. and and the last time that happened, he kicked he kicked six in a final against Brisbane. It's, um, and it seems very interesting as well because the Tigers with with Dusty and it seems Dusty now, you know he's he's nowhere near as twenty seventeen best in my view. I he's think, still good, but he's still he's still he, good. Yeah, yeah he'll break the game good. open. He can take the game, yeah, but I think, the game but I don't open. think he's doing. I I think Dusty, and this is gonna be very crude, but I'm an armchair expert basically, so I don't really have much of it. I can't really talk much, but yeah. I think Dusty, if it feels like that he doesn't exactly try as much. It seems There's like some not. games he does like if the especially game is, during the like, regular I could season. I see that if the game is tight, then like he'll try and do something, and like he can e- easily make a big impact. Um, but I think on the weekend, like he he just wasn't his best, and like when the Tigers needed someone to stand up, like it, mm, it wasn't him. It's, no, it's normally him yeah. that stands up. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, like. Like Trent, he, Kocher, he just did like, I think Trent Gotcher, yeah, Trent Gotcher played a very good game. Dion, Dion Prestia, I was one of the most underrated players in the competition. Yeah, was, I think I think he it was has his first game back since it was the first game back. I, I think he had a ripper. round five against Melbourne, mm. and like you, you know, he got he didn't get barely enough credit for winning the Richmond Best and Fairest Center Premiership year last season. He was incredible. Yeah, he he yeah. he's always as BT calls him the human meatball, but. He he, <laughs> he he's truly such a such a good player, and he doesn't get nearly enough credit, especially with players like Dusty and Trent Cotchin and that side. He's not going to get that credit, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, because he because he bloody deserves it. He's just such yeah. he's such a good player. If he if he stayed at Gold Coast, would he be a contender for the Brownlow? Do you reckon? Nah, probably not. No, I, he, don't, I don't think. I don't think, think so. He, he's definitely well, gone better when he's come to Richmond. That's hundred percent. He's definitely gone better. I think if he stayed at the Suns, he, he, he still would have been better, but not as good as he is, like, mm. especially last year. Um, the Suns, you think the Suns, you know, like, they're only improving now with yeah. Matt Brown. Like, it's like the second coming of Gary Ablett, you know, mm. and, it's, and it's sort of really, you know, you look, look at it and then you think Dion, 
will he be a level of Matt Royale? Probably not. The way we're looking at yeah, Matt yeah. Royale is the man who's making it like exciting. And you think only now is where Gold Coast is starting to actually get some wins together and start looking okay. Yeah, mm. you know, and you think guns, like, Richmond, Richmond, young Richmond. talent. I know, I know, I know Richmond's whole coaching system and their everything is so immaculate there, and it's such a great program over there, and that and that mm. helps develop players like even Noah Bolter, who is his second yeah. year, and he's slotted straight in for Alex Rance, and he's been incredible. Yeah, and, mm. also, and Alex Rance is a bloody hard player to replace, and he's like, yeah, oh, it was 100%. a lot to fall back every year. Of his life. Except with his diving, it's easy to replace. <laughs> but um, um, but there's one person that I do want to talk about. Like, talking about the young guns that have definitely stepped up. Um, well, there's actually two: um, Shy Bolton and Jake Hart. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, Shay Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, he, he's agree. definitely improved his he's game. Very and good. He, he's Hart, had a breakout year. And Jake Hart, he mm. is a very, very uh, uh, underrated player. Um, like very crafty, young yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah young guy. This 100%. year's this year's rookie class has been one of the best in years, in my opinion. Because I'm mm. pretty sure he's been on. He's actually been on the list for a few years now, Jake Hart. Yeah, um, and finally made his crack, And yeah. so I think he he's made his debut in the round five game against Melbourne. I don't think he's been dropped since. So he's been able to hold his spot. Yeah. So he he's definitely um been better every single week. That's going on. He's definitely gone better. Indeed. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we'll, we'll keep moving on. Um, I think one thing that could come in a question of how Brisbane played was their last quarter. That it felt like they completely oh, yeah. off cliff, and and that game realistically should have been yep. put to bed so much earlier yep. than it was, and it wasn't yeah. realistically even put to bed until McCluggy shoot that goal with like five oh, yeah, minutes because left. They kicked uh, one goal three in the final turn. Um, yeah, yeah, and the Tigers and, and had Richmond two goals three. And whether so, that's, you know, just like a final experience from, from Brisbane or whether it's Richmond's abundance of finals experience, but it's still point. like, for, for it's, a team like Brisbane who, you know, were leading the whole game, it, it, it seems... It was a bit worrying. Well, yeah, well, most it was... Well, yeah, yeah, for most of the game, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that is, that is concerning. I think Chris Fagan will want to start stopping yeah. that next week because they, they have got the week off, which will really yeah. do wonders for them. Mm. And then, and the fact, and then that, they take on... And the fact they'll play... The Pies or Geelong at home, which they can you know, aren't very. Neither of them are very good at the Gabba. Mm. Uh, I, you know, you, you think Brisbane now, you know, would be nearly a lock for the granny after that, and yeah. would be and would even be favourites the If they make the granny, they'll be favourites. Like even if they play, oh, mm. by, by far, even if they yeah, play four, yeah. it'll, it'll just be the home ground advantage. And I was thinking something like, let's just say the grand final was Brisbane v Port Adelaide, like it, it was a normal year, yeah, and and it was at the MCG. Like what, yeah, which would be oh, which would be a cracking game. But what would be? Yeah, I'm there. back port for that game. Like in that game, you're back port because Brisbane they don't play on the G often. Like they don't have the experience that Port have done it before. Mm. But it's only because it's game played in Brisbane. It's at the Gabba. It's at the Gabba. Yeah. It's at night time. You you have to back yeah. Brisbane all the way. So it's just like the small differences. Yeah. Um, I think another another huge talking point, and he's been a talking point for the whole year. This guy, realistically, Lockie Neal, he won started the first oh, quarter. Brownlow medalist yeah. didn't get a, didn't get a touch in the first quarter. Yeah. He came out and then started breaking the, the game open in the last three quarters. He he is honestly one of the most convincing Brownlow medalists that I've seen in a very long time. Mm. I yeah. think I think Lockie's and I and I and I thought this myself when they picked him up. I thought they're basically giving up Dane Bangs for Lockie Neal. And they've, and they've hmm. gained more out of that and out of getting rid of Dane Beams as well. And it's just been Lockie Neal has come to the Brisbane Lions and, and he's just gone better. He's, he's the yeah. final piece of the puzzle and that they needed. If he's he, helped that big star midfielder. If Neil stayed at the Dockers, 
would he have still been this good? If he was at the oh, Duffy, would he be this good? I, I think he was think, almost in five shadow. Cause, yeah, because he, he's got the likes of five, it, Walters, um, and, yeah, Sorrell, and, and Mundine, and yeah, 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 and Sorrell, like, worthy of um, a win of the Rising Star, for sure. Um, and, I th- and I think as well... But he definitely would not have been this um, good. On the note of Brisbane's breakout players. I think Brisbane's forward line didn't exactly rely on Charlie Cameron. I think Eric Kipwood had a very, mm, very good game. He stepped up. He stepped up. And but which he, he needed three to. Goals, Cameron. Which like, he, he was very good. Cameron. He was Cameron, very good. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron had a brilliant. He's been a bit out of form since he uh, hurt his knee. Mm. Yeah. But, and he's been playing. And he, to his credit, he has been playing yeah. through that. But I, um, I think. But, but he's still electric. This out. game, but the it fact was that the forward game. line. Oh, for sure. I think the forward line, you know. They didn't. They didn't rely on him as much, and I think that really helped. Lincoln McCarthy yeah, played really like well. Like Hipwood, uh, the um, Big O, even at times. Yeah, the hard, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah Big O had a ripper. The Big O. So yeah, it, mm. it was very good, and, and just the way they've been able to use like it's not just the midfield or forward line, even the defence. Like it's so strong. Like with yeah, exactly. It's with um, uh, Andrews back there as the general. Um, and I even think like they, they're, they're still battle. strong without Harris Andrews even. Like they yeah, because yeah. they missed a few like, games Jack, about him. Jack, Jack, Jack Payne came in the other week and he had a really good, he had a really strong showing. Mm. Now, was this the last you know, one? And, and that was, I don't think I saw that. That was really good, yeah. No, so, I think, I, I think the main the main talking point coming out of the second qualifying final isn't exactly are Brisbane the real deal? Because let's be fair here, they yeah, are. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. like yeah. them and Port Adelaide. Them and Port Adelaide. The you, you can pretty much toss a coin between them. It would just come down to who's better on the day. But. The main mm. question: Can Richmond can Richmond go and do it the hard way? Can they still contend? They I, go and I, play. Saint, they play Saint they Saint get Saint at Metricon, which will be interesting. That's going to be a good game. That's Friday Saints. Morning. Saints uh, did knock off Richmond earlier in the year, so that by, that is a big one. To keep an eye on. I, I still, by, I, by a considerable margin, the battle of the Daniel Butler Cup, and <laughs> and the Saints and the Saints are in incredible form right now, playing. Mm. And, and they've got all the momentum in the world, and like you know, their fans believe they believe. I I I can see Richmond scraping past the Saints and then getting absolutely done again by Port. To be you honest. reckon? I can. Oh, I, I, I think, wouldn't be surprised. I can see the, the Tigers win. going all the way. I can still see them going all the way. They've got the they class. Can, they've got the experience. They've got the, but it's going to come down to the big guns. Like I said about Dusty before, like, mm. Dusty turn up and Lynch, start really taking the game. Cotchin, Lynch, Lynch coming Rewalt. back. It's, it's the senior well, players. Well, it's definitely the senior players. Mm-hmm. It's the senior players. In the leadership you know, group. They need to step up. To, that has to like step up. So that's probably going to be talked about Richmond, throughout the week. Richmond were extremely undisciplined during that first three quarters of the game. They only mm-hmm. started really playing their brand of footy in the last, and it was too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was only because Brisbane let them back into it, really. Yeah. Which was very, you know, which was... They did have a chance. Fault. They did have a chance. They had a chance. The Tigers yeah. with bolting kicking. That goal, but it scraped the post on the way through thanks to Aethel Edge. Yeah, that was that, that was, was mm. but, oh, and that was just, almost and a just speaking goal. of that, um, I'm not sure if you caught, but the goal review for I can't remember which Brisbane player it was, but Nick Boston said he touched it. But the only camera angle they had was the one behind the goals on the other side of the ground, so you, you could not oh. see it there at all. So you've got you can't tell if it's touched or not because that blurry. Like if they had a camera closer, you might be able to see if it was touched. But like, because I'm pretty mm. sure that put that that put the line like two or three goals up at the time. I think it was in the yeah. third yeah. quarter. So it was. I it think was the, the third quarter when the Tigers were pushing. So yeah. 
taking some baby steps, and I think like in a few years it'll be very good. But right yeah. now, there's been there's been a few very it's questionable calls. It's a bit calls dodgy and, sometimes. And I think you know, like but that, it's like there that for a Bulldogs game. It's yeah. there for a reason. It is much better than the previous goal. Yeah. Of the <laughs> it's, it's there for a reason, and if if they do get it right, then it's it's perfect. But if they get it completely wrong, then they get bagged so it's, much. It's hard, yeah. Mm. But but the thing the thing that's really difficult is the AFL to put in ta- like really high resolution, high frame cameras to every ground in the country. Like that, they that need so much money. Would cost million. Yeah, that, that cost millions, so and like and especially during this landscape. They're mm. not going to be able to do that for like, a very long if time. If they do do yeah. it, I think you'll probably have to be at the main ground, so like the G, um, Adelaide Oval. But then, Optus, but then you look at that Marvel, and think, well, they've said they've they've come out and said that they're going to start uh, implementing ca- really good cameras to every ground in the country that they'll play footy at. But like, that's interesting. It's, it's but interesting which, how they do that because, which is a big call. Uh, the the pandemic happening at the moment, and it's still happening. Exactly, it's it's it's, it's not, logistic, not just logistics wise across the whole mm. world. It's still happening. So, yeah, logistics wise, I don't think, I don't think you know, it's it's really makes sense. I don't think it's. I, I think you know, wait wait a few seasons. It might be up to the grounds to chip in a bit mm. if they want to do that, and they might make them, but. I think I think right now the arc's taking baby steps, and you know yeah. it'll 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 be it'll be very it'll, good. It'll come so. It'll come good. Yep. So anyway, um, and moving on yeah, to the next no, game, which is the first. This is once more touch like big, yep. the the Lions were able to break two droughts. Like the first time they won yep. a final since two thousand nine. So four thousand four thousand and forty five days since they last won the final. Um, and the last time they beat Richmond was that same year, 4,164 days ago. So they beat Richmond on the 9th yeah. of May and they won the final on the 5th of September. So 9-5. Like, they're yep. just a small stats. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll move into the next um, one. This, this, I reckon, was the biggest story of the week. Um, <clears throat> St. Kilda, 10-7-67, knocked off the Dogs, 9-10-64, won by three points. The Saints are their first final, first final since Sanders. 2011. The only player, their captain, uh, Jaron Geary, Jaren was the only one to play. To and play and their game. first win since twenty since the 2010 prelim. Mm. Yeah, and, and they knocked off the, the Dogs, which were a very good side those two years. They knocked off the yeah. Dogs yeah. two years in a row. So mm. they had a very good side. So it's been a bit of history repeating itself, but I think, um, yes, we'll get, we'll get right into the individual performance. And I think this man had a breakout game. He's, he's had a right breakout. Mm. He's been he's been very he's been rumbling this season. And he's, and it's his first year. And I think he's been a, a, incredible. It, he's Max he's King. a big I, king. Max King, I think he's and I, I know he even a few times. I don't know if you boys noticed during the game, but he had a lot of ground ball gets. Mm. I that he, I'm, that I and he was very efficient half. with them. I missed the whole first half. So oh. <laughs> shocking effort. I but. but but I did catch um uh, the whole second half. So, but he he was very good. Um, the way he just contested marks, be able to stick it in his hands. It's exactly, just and and and, freak. and you could even see his awareness in those packs mm. during the first half. No, sorry, no, but <laughs> what's up? Oh yeah, like, I think he he had one when he got past. I think um, he got past, but like he just he just moved moved about half a meter. And then and then got past his yeah, yeah. Took, took right, the and, and, mark, which was. Yeah. Incredible, but there was one play that I did watch him. Um, it was like a boy, and he had to run under it because he got over the back. Um, he was able to struggle his opponent and get between like two dogs or something, he snapped it on the right, and just missed. Like that would have been one of the great uh, our final goals and one yeah. of the great moments, especially 
like his second season on the list, but his first proper season. Um, yeah, and and, 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 his, I, and I, I read during I read I read after the win, but I read Brett Ratton came out at the start of the season and said we're going to manage Max King the whole year. He's not missed a game. Ooh. He's played every single round Has he? this year, Coming back and, from including an the final. Yeah, he hasn't missed, and he's been so good. I would say, I would say, arguably better than his brother. At, at this time, arguably. right now, yes. In, yeah, in, right. In, now. in a team, in a team that's playing finals, he's been incredible. Mm. And and like you know, the Saints who've had issues with key forwards for a McCartan. while have finally got their man. Yeah, McCartan, who they picked Bruce. to pick one. You know, that's Bruce. Who, who you know, I think, I think Josh. I think I think Josh Bruce, oh, Bruce. Josh Bruce yeah. at the start of the game kicking kicking the first goal and grabbing the jump. I didn't yeah, exactly I'm, like that from him. I understand. Mm. So I don't know what's happening there, but we we discussed this before the podcast. Um, but I think I think that you know the man should probably be giving a bit more respect to the team that gave him the chance today. Mm. Yeah, because considering because considering he did that, come from they, the Giants, him, he did come from the Giants. They took a chance at him from the Giants, um, and, and then he got you know, good. And then he wanted to leave, and then yeah, he just goes into. Does that? Mm-hmm. So, but I think another man, and this man, this is one of the best stories of the week as well, but one of the worst and one of the most heartbreaking. Paddy Wright in his first finals win. Yeah, so mm. having yeah. one of the games of his career and then hurting his hammy. Yeah. Oh, that was. It, it took him two hundred fifty-seven games. So on the on the all-time playing this would be on AFL the most games um, before playing in a winning final. He's second, so he's behind Robert Fowler on two two hundred seventy games. Yeah. So Paddy Ryder. 257 games. His first winning final in the final minute, he does his hamstring tendon, has to have surgery and will miss the rest of the season. <sighs> which which is heartbreaking, but, you know, and, but, you know, for, for the man, like, you know, he was in tears after the game. He was, like, no, he I was. Don't, I, don't, I can understand that. Yeah. And, and the whole thing it, 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 hurt, it hurt you to see because it's, you know, it's like, it was such a momentous occasion for the club and, you know, yeah. been waiting so, so long for it. And, it's been absolutely incredible how far they've yeah. come. Yeah, he had a great it's game such a short well. time, mind you. Great game, and I think him. He's he's had a very good season as well. Yeah, that he's him supporting Ryan Marshall's been huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming mm-hmm. in from Port. Mm-hmm. Same, and I and I think same as well. If we're talking about you know great seasons, um, Ben Long, who has been issued a one match oh. suspension as we're recording, and yeah, he's so, going yeah, to the tribunal so, tonight. I think he's I think he's actually sitting in the tribunal. Was right it tonight? Now, no, I, so, I thought it was either. Tonight, I think, tomorrow. I thought it was six. I'm, no, it was tonight. I'm right? looking at it right now. Um, just, just having a look. Um, no, we'll I think. Yeah, I think that. I don't think. I don't think that was. Yeah, I don't think it was the league. I think. I, I felt that it was definitely um, close, though. Definitely close. It was. It was. I thought it was a fair bunny. And they're both hard yeah. up the ball, and he tried. And he, tried and he got up afterwards as well. As well so there was no major damage. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, but I think they'll probably try and get it down grow to low. Yeah, on Jack McRae. So. I don't actually. Maybe it's not tonight. It's either tonight, it's either tonight um, or tomorrow. But he, but he is going to go to the tribunal to try, try and challenge it. Because if, yeah, yeah, if no, he, it will sit tonight. It will sit yeah, tonight. Sorry, if he, it will sit tonight. So as yeah. as we're recording, um, it's done. So they are I think they're sitting in half an hour as as we're recording. Something like that. I'm not too sure. I believe. Um, but if but, that um, doesn't, if yeah. they don't get the right result and it, the ban is upheld, the Saints will have to make at least three changes because. Um, announced today that Jake Carlisle, he'll be heading back. To, he'll be leaving the hub, hub and going back to Sydney child, yeah, for the birth of the second child. Ooh, yeah. Which congratulations, um, to yeah, it's, it's him. And, and but it's just one small thing. Probably, probably the best thing um, Yeah, but it's just one small thing. Like I was talking to you, Batesy, about it earlier. Like 
talked to Cal, but yeah, Johnson yeah with Brown. Jonathan Brown, the comments he made, um, it, it's just not courtable. Like it's his choice, which um, it's his choice. Which 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 for people who don't know, were Josh. Um, I'm scanning the post up, but it was to do with um, it was. I think it was saying that he shouldn't be conceiving in January, knowing yeah. that, <sighs> that he'd be having in September. But but, finals. but the thing is, if he actually does his math right. It's actually October now, so <laughs> at the time he didn't know. A, um, this season was going to happen with the pandemic um, and the hub. Um, yeah. B, the finals being October, and C, the Saints yeah. actually being in the finals. Yeah, I was going to say he probably didn't. The first didn't even and actually know winning the first yeah. round. And I, I don't think I don't think Jonathan Brown has any right to make comments mm. like that. Um, that's just that's just my humble opinion. Um, but anyway, and I think as well, I, I want to cover this. I know it's not in our agenda list, but uh, Brett Rattle, oh, since he yeah, came in the same he, he has made such he a good culture. He, he, hasn't lost a, he has never lost a game against uh, Damien Hardwick, even with his time at the Blues. He n- never lost a game to Damien Hardwick. So, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the start a of the league. Start. <laughs> I, I think, I think. That man had a lot to prove, and he wanted, and he needed another gig to show that he wasn't yeah, a bad coach. He's proven think, his point now. And I, I think I saw a stat. I think I also saw a stat that he has won a final, uh, won a final before Carlton have since that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, which which is incredible to think of a stat. But that man. So, but you see how that man coaches during, like, and he saw during the and week. And it's the way he gets around the boys. Um, yeah. Well, the yeah, and, like he's there and, and you could see it, the sheer happiness of that man and the, the smiling and just how happy the whole club mm. is. Uh, you know, you cannot be happier for a man than Brett Ratton because he yeah, he's, he's yeah. a good coach. That man, it was absolutely incredible. Um, and and I think you know the Saints, I think their fans, you know, even with how far they've gone now, I think they're going to be more than mm. satisfied. 100%. I think this is this is the start of yeah. something for them. The start of a second, yeah, second, second win from twenty ten. Yeah, because I, I was saying from when they were at, one of the best teams. Yeah, because I was saying at the end of the trade period last year when they got the you know, the five players in, so Ryder, um, Hill, Jones, Howard, and Dude, I was, was going to say Dan well, Butler yeah. will we'll touch on him later. Um, yeah. but the way they've been able to, to make an impact, so all, so the five new recruits, all, all made an impact. This season and all played in the final on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think I think Dan Butler will yeah. go down as one of the best. He was a free agent, um, wasn't he? Um, yeah, was he, he, he got traded on. I think it was the final trade. The final day. It was on no, the final. I, it was in the last few days, and he was actually in Bali at the time. He <laughs> had he had no idea what was happening, and he got told. So he had to go down to like a local barley shop, find the Saints goons. He actually managed <laughs> to find one, and he's in like his hotel, like just out the back. He's got the Saints kit on. So, <laughs> he, 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 is, he had no idea what He's been robbed for like an all-Australian small forward spot. I think, I think Dan, yeah. I think Dan Butler will be one of the great traders. Yeah, I, think, I could, yeah, I could back that. I, 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 I honestly I think that. I don't know what the Tigers got. Because, I'll try and find think out that, what the Tigers got for him. So, he's 20, he's 24. So, he'll, he'll be, yeah. he's got plenty. He's got, he's still got easily his prime head of him. And if he was, I'm pretty sure he was the highest kicking goal yeah, yeah. this season. No, he, he was highest. He, he was Him highest. and Charlie Cameron, I think. Um, he That man has completely reinvigorated yeah. that forward line, and it's so good to see players like that. Yeah. And... Crack. yeah so it, it was and, the and final I, day. Think, so know. it was the final day, and the Tigers got picked 56 <laughs> in the draft, which 
I'm which is an absolute find out. That is incredible. Who, who that um, was? I, I don't think they used no. So, oh, that so basically, to, that went to uh, un, un, another pub. So oh, I know, no, they picked they picked up a next generation academy player that hasn't played a game oh. all year. So, so um, that's all they got. So that that will be that will go down for me as probably the best trade of the modern era. I reckon that, oh, that is the biggest skill. Yeah, you I see. Of the last of the last ten years at least, I, I reckon if that man ends up delivering St. Kilda a premiership oh. in his time that he's at the club, which, which you know, right now you're looking at yeah. that's very much a possibility for where they're heading and where they're, where they're travelling. It's it's scary to think that. And he's just so – and he's so smart. Oh, yeah. Like, his crumbing skills are incredible. His IQ. He, just, he always gets himself in the right places. Yeah. He's, he's just brilliant. And I, and I want to cover as well – and this this is on the agenda list, actually. There you go. St. Oh, Kilda's yeah. defence. Um, they're very tall. But like Dougal Howard coming from yeah, well, he had one of the pick best up. games I think for the for the club. I the think weekend. I think the whole and this is what this is what cost the dogs was there. Yeah, because they kicked nine goals back and they kicked nine goals ten. Fifty-one inside fifties. Fifty-one inside fifties. I'll have a look at that. Fifty-one fifty-one inside fifties for nine ten scoring shots. Ten behind, incredible. So and yeah, which ten behinds and nine goals, which is you know we think of that and that is mental, impeccable. That is. Some bloody that's some of the best defense, and I think they had the most contested marks of the year. It's a fair effort out of any team, and and it was it was one of the best. I reckon it was besides probably their winning against Port, their best win of the year. I can can Port then, yeah, that. Um, and and they came very close again. I can see, yeah. Exactly, and they they could have they could have finished. You know, they could have finished fifty-one inside fifties for the dogs. Skipping that off, correct? Yeah, that yeah. is incredible. And, and they had plus thirteen in Spurs. Like they, they pretty much like I dominated. But on the stat, the on the stat sheets, on the stat sheets, you'd think they dominated. Yeah, yep. Saints, but they didn't. So, but and then we'll go. It's same as you know the Brisbane Saint Kilda's last quarter. The dogs surged big mm. time. But like like those yeah, inside fifties, the their inefficiency cost. Yeah, because the last few minutes, I think the dogs. I'm not sure how many goals they they kicked. I think it was made like. Three in the last probably five minutes of the game, um, and yeah, and they were really close. Like even in the last thirty seconds, they had yeah. um, opportunity. They had a really big chance, um, and the clock just beat them. And they were hanging inside fifty again. The clock yeah. beat them. So they they definitely. And Josh Bruce actually kicked the, kicked the first goal, but also <laughs> gave away the free kick to give yeah, the last yeah. yeah. which which beat them on the so, ass realistically. Um, so Josh Bruce. So I that. think. <laughs> That's all we have to say. <laughs> so we'll move. We'll move on. Um, can, do we think the Jolls can still contend in the future? I, I, I think I'm they not can. sure. I, think, I don't know I if think they can because at at the start of this year, um, I, there was reports and there were, and there were people saying like, even myself, I was saying this top four. that the Dogs can make top four mm. and like probably probably fourth. Um, just with the midfield they've got, so Bunton Pelly, McRae, and Dunkley. Yeah. Um, the main three. And then you you've got yeah. Caleb Daniel up half back. Um, you've got Libba. this guy who with Bailey Smith, Libba, English in the rock, yeah. and their forward line was like Norton. Um, he came back, yeah. he did pretty well, and they had Bruce. People thought he was doing really well. Um, and, and they, they, they will probably get the concrete, and they will probably get their concrete number one pick, <laughs> Jamara Ugalhagen. Yeah, yeah, you got that. He, one, he, so he's the, he, people he's, are projecting oh, he's in the, the the next coming of Buddy Franklin. So. 
Yeah, which is huge. Josh Bruce has been very poor. They, 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 they need a good ball. They another big. They got Norden and Bruce. Yeah, Norden and Ugo Hagen. That, that, that's good. good. And Bruce, Bruce, Bruce doesn't. I, I don't think he'll. Hang. Bruce doesn't support. Like he he does well. He's Bruce does a good game, but enough. he's not. But like he doesn't get up the ground. Like he, he normally just sits there, but when he tries to get up the ground, like it doesn't go well. <laughs> so, and and the dogs get and the dogs get yeah because they have to be They're not gonna. He'll go pick one. That's for sure. So. Which, or well, he's basically mm. he's a pick one yeah. prospect, but he will yeah. go to the dogs, locked in. So I think with them, yeah, probably, if he lives up to the hype, I think they can. Then... They they might need to they might need to reinvigorate. I think Bevo might need to re- mm. revise the game plan during the off season to, to go again. But I think being back mm. in Melbourne, this another season, one yeah, season will help as well. Well, yeah. I, I, as yeah, someone who's things. really stepped on... up this year for the doggy is Caleb Daniel. Is his kicking yeah. is one of the best. He's the best kick in the game. Incredible. He's the best kick yeah. in the game and very worthy of the All Australian spot, yeah. even if it's on the bench. Um, oh, exactly. Very, very worthy. And Bailey Smith mm-hmm. as well has had a break yeah, he'll, breakout. I think. Yeah, I, I reckon if not next not year, then the year after, he'll be in that All Australian squad. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'd think so. Just on so, the other side of the coin, with the dogs trying to contend, will the Saints' dream be able to continue throughout the finals? <sighs> They've got the Tigers this Friday. It'll be hard, but I personally don't see them beating them, so the Tigers. I, I, I just can't see them. I, They've I got a good see. chance. I, do. I, I, I They've see got them, a good chance. I see them completely mirroring what the Bulldogs did in 2016. I can see that 100%. I can see them going to the Met- going to Metricon, knocking off the Tigers. You'd love to see them. And I can see them going to Adelaide Oval. We know they can do it. I can see them going to Adelaide Oval. I've seen them going. I could see them going to Adelaide Oval, having a very good first quarter. Completely taking all the energy out of the supporters and the and the players, and com- completely Go taking the game into over. The last dance. Before then, fall before yeah. before then falling to Brisbane. But like, but the power going to have way more people going. in the crowd because I think um, it's going to be like thirty thousand yeah, or something mm. at the think, game, and then when they played early in the season, there was only a few thousand. So that, that's definitely going up the power. Sorry, but but if the Saints get a, get a good run early, yeah. their forward line they're, they're quick and yeah. they're quick and a good good ball movement and everything. And, you know, you'd think Ron Marshall should absolutely, you know, beat yeah. Scott Lysett at every corner. And you'd yeah. think he beat Toby Nankur this it's, week. You know. He, he should. Yeah, exactly. It's, he should. You know, and, and that's, yeah, that's so, huge. So, for me, the Saints, they can do it. I don't think they'll beat the Tigers. Yeah, so, I, I can't see them um, beating them. But they've had I a think, very yeah, good I season. Think, I think they're, and they'll definitely they're, be better. They're they'll smoky. definitely be better next season. And they'll give and they'll and they'll give the Tigers yeah. the rest of their money, but yeah, yeah probably not. they'll definitely be better. But, but I think I think Saints fans, I think Saints yeah, fans continue the dream. They have start, hope. Yeah, so have they, hope. Right. they have to have hope because um, they are all they are all up in the back. Right. So we'll move on to the last. Oh one. no! So the the big game, yeah, which was oh. um, which, West Coast and Collingwood, the, the best game of the week. One yeah. of the best finals. Uh, West Coast. One of the best finals I've West seen. West Coast as, eleven as an Eagles fan. West Coast, 11 goals, 9, 75, knocking off Collingwood, 12 goals. Not Wait, when the Eagles knocking off Collingwood, Collingwood knocking off. I wish. No, sorry, I Collingwood wish. knocking off West Coast. So, as, as, like, um, uh, West Coast fan with Cal, mm-hmm. this was definitely one of the best finals I've seen yeah. in a very long time. It, it was the definitely drama, hard to watch. The drama, the high it, especially the, um, the, the goals, last, they were just, it was definitely the full Definitely the last quarter in the last five minutes. Yeah, they they had all, all the plays from mm. both sides. Like we had the Eagles with um, the Stars, Nick Daniel, and Ryan. Ryan, who always puts on the show. Um, and, and like their forwards, Kennedy, Darling, like McGovern and Brass, you all come to see them. But then you've got the Pies. Coxella. Um, with, 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 we'll get to that. Um, but the Pies with like the midfield of um, Pendlebury, Cybom, who didn't play. 
Trelaw, Tyler Adams, um, Tyler Adams um, and, and Grundy. Um, oh, Adams, yeah. And then with Jordan Degoey, <sighs> he didn't have his best game, but um, he did well. And then the, the main one who definitely, not sure how he did it, but Mason Even How did that happen? For... I saw a stat. This man yeah. in finals. If he can continue like, the form he has, has for he all the games, I could see them going all the way. He's played, I think he's played about 67, 68 games. He kicked, I think it was, if I get the stats, I think he kicked four or five against Richmond in that prelim, which, you know, famous prelim. He kicked three Um, last night, didn't he? Oh, sorry, not last night. Wait, was last night? uh, No, two nights ago. No, 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 it was two nights. Um, Yeah, so, because he had like three goals or... On yeah, Cox hit three, three in twenty eight, three in the first quarter on in five minutes on the weekend, three three goals of eleven it's eleven marks, crazy. which a majority yeah. of them was were contested. Yeah, and then you go into the next Get shut down, the and he had a shit and then I'm pretty sure he still keeps um, two. He had a bad first half, um, <laughs> shocking first half. But then yeah. he he definitely stepped up. Yeah. in the second half, like he almost took the game to shreds. Yeah, Cox Cox took two, two two goals, seven marks. You know, he 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 had a yeah those last. So he he yeah when he's hot, they can good definitely. They can and when he's anything, when, when he's hot, when he's hot, he is incredible. Yeah. yeah. So it's next next week. Next week, so playing with Geelong game is going to be a story be, about yeah. can Mason Cox continue his form mm, and can Tom Hall so he has played sixty eight games as well. So you got that one bang on. Um, but yeah, like the way he was just able to take it to shreds. Like uh, after quarter time, he he didn't do much, but it was just the first quarter that really got the pies going. Yeah. Like he was just m- marking everything. Yeah, exactly. And like with the likes of McGovern and Barras, for the Eagles, the high flies, and even like Hearn, yeah, who can sometimes do it. Cole um, was on him for and, a bit. And Shepard, just like just that whole their whole back line, they just weren't able to stop in that first quarter. Like after quarter time, they're like, okay, um, this reset. We know, we know what he's like now. We know how can we? Yeah, but you um, had to focus all the attention on Cox. So they they just mm. weren't ready for that because the Pies also bring yeah. uh, Darcy Cameron mm. to the night, which meant they had Cox at full yeah. forward, Cameron Probably as the backup ruckman who goes forward, yeah, goes back, and Grundy as the main ruckman who, at a lot of times, he didn't play the full game. Mm. And Nathan Buckley had faith in Darcy Cameron, and when Darcy yeah. Cameron was well, on, Nick yeah, Nick that shredded tore the, to shreds, tore the yeah. game to shreds. He was he, he was probably the Eagles' so, best player Liam Ryan. Well, yeah, we'll get to them. Um, so next, I think another big talking point in the game, and it's a very controversial one, as we sort of touched on oh. before during the Port game and the Brisbane the game. Umpire. Oh. Um, the umpire and calls. Shocking. So I, I think there was some footage that someone was able to get up in the last 30 seconds of, it, of a clear throw from Jeff. Yeah. But it was hard to tell in the moment. But we can't just like... Say, oh, they lost the game to the umpires. Yeah. At 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 the time, like in yes. the moment, at the time, it was like, oh, it's because of because of the umpires they lost the game. But uh, in 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 hindsight, I think, the, I think, um, the Eagles had their the chances. The Eagles were the poor. The Pies played way better. The Eagles yeah. had their chances because um, we had Josh Kennedy in the third quarter. He hit the post. <sighs> he he normally gets that. And Brendan Archie. Oh, right that was ball. shocking. If, if he just if he just if he just scored that, it would go into yeah. So. Well, it, it might. We, yeah, we don't know. But the Eagles had so many opportunities. I think they kicked. Uh, I think it was ten goals. No, I'm not too sure off the top of my head. I think it might have been eleven goals. Mm, nine. It was something. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, it, it, it wasn't them goals, nine. But they definitely had their chances. Mm. Um, and the pies, the best side, um, who, who deserved the win after all the controversy they had. Now this is a big, yeah, very but big just on the umpires. Point. All the con- all the controversy they had, like McGovern. The one that he yeah. got given deliberate, you think it was um, a shocking call, but if, if if they keep it consistent, then it's fair. Taylor Adams does the same thing, and it's just and they just call it out yeah. of bounds. Yeah, they so. don't keep it yeah. consistent. That's yeah. something that's it's a good. Bit, like, it's very if, if, they, if they call one, yeah, at the start of um of the game have yeah. to be consistent. I think I think it would be a very good idea for the AFL, and as as much as it'll change the game completely. Oh, should adapt Sanford. the last touch out of bounds rule. Mm. From the that will be interesting. Like, I think if they do that, it will have to be in the preseason. We have to trial that um, because the serious, be in the, the serious lack of consistency when it comes when it comes to yeah. Well, it's normally no, it, it's, it's not it's in between yeah. Yeah. but it's in yeah. So um, I, I would love I to feel see that because because deliberate yeah. deliberate rule is so inconsistent, and it, and it has been for, for as long as I can remember. And I feel that that would be a very, yeah. It would be an idea to consider, at least for the AFL, to try and do that and see what and see what they would make of it. Whether because the game, you know, think mm. if that happens, the games go quicker. You know, it's not as much, not as many stoppages, yeah. which makes the game very more free flowing. You know, it's it's very, it's very interesting. Um, now we'll move on, and I think this man has played played one of his he has played his best. Yeah, season, and, I, and you know he was an All Australian. He deserved it completely. But the question that I'm going to put to you two is: Do we think Liam Ryan can be? I think. I think. Yes. No injuries. Keeps like, up the form. Has, has not been biased. Has not been biased. I I think you know the the, the, leaps, the pressure rates the that Liam Ryan speed. and the weight and, and the, the way he's able to like, sink his way through the game because he's done it a lot of times. Yeah, he doesn't rush with the ball. And he also did it again. He he, he did it again on the night, but he's yeah. able to sell the candy, get like tight on the boundary line. And thinking that he's gonna go the banana, but he's able to square the ball Darts so it. perfectly. It's an absolute bullet, and we're able to get a mark in front. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's got one of the most pinpoint kicks in the yeah, game. He's got the plenty floor. of time. And he's only twenty-four. It's only so his third season. He's so best ahead of him in his three seasons. He's gone better. So, twenty-nineteen, he had the premiership, um, and he had some key mm. moments in in the grand final. Twenty-nineteen, like he went sky high. We don't know what happened there. Thanks to Maxi Gong for that one. Um, and this year, he's just gone then, to another just, level, I reckon, with no Willie. He's this stepped year, up. Yeah. So, he's taking his game to another level. And an- another guy taking his game to another level, which a lot of people thought um, it was almost uh, impossible, given two knee reconstructions in about three years, um, is Nick Nanui. He Nick. had his second All-Australian, second All-Australian, I think it was, this year. Um, yeah, which was seven, was it six, yeah, six so, or seven well, years like between AAs for him? 2012, I'm fairly certain. So, and, and Rich, and Rich, I think, I think I was saying the only one who's mm. gone longer between was mm. Matthew Richardson was not. So he's had a long so, stint. But yeah, Nick, now, he's taking to another level. Like, he's controlled the middle. That's the main part of the Eagles, why they did so well. Because of his use in the middle, like his craft and like the vision he's got. Mm-hmm. With the midfielders, yeah, the clearances, um, he, um, with the clearances out of the middle, the centre balls. I think the Eagles were the best side um, by far this year with um, goals from yeah, like, yeah. straight from the middle. Because Their midfield, that, I'd say top three. Yeah, I think and, Nick Nat. Yep, and he had another it's, great it's, game. It's, it's very you don't you don't see 
you don't the see Nick Nurse reports on the stat sheets, but that yeah. man can deliver any per any person an easy ruck tuck down their throats, and it's yep. you know, and it's absolutely yeah. incredible. See, now, he dominated Brody Grundy. To be fair, he absolutely took mm. him to the cleaners again. And who's Grundy, been, who's been two years in a row, the, all pretty much the best ruckman for the last three, two or three seasons. And I and Nick Nat, who's basically an old time. Yeah, you know, I'm that sure a lot of people thought that his career was yeah, done. Yeah, especially after twenty eighteen. Uh, ACL, oh, no, not the first one. The second one against the thighs. Um, yeah. yeah, and and the a lot of people were saying, yeah. "Well, the Eagles can't win the flag now because yeah. they lost Nick now." And then we lo- and then we lost Gaff. And then people were saying, "Oh, they can't win the flag Shepherd. now. We lost Nick now and Gaff." And then and then, then Shepard goes down in the final. Mantle win that. We go all the way. Well, it's not what we're talking about. So someone to go through that. Um, but yeah, his performance on the weekend was unbelievable, and he actually got picked up by the coaches because. He actually got the maximum votes um, by the coaches for the Gary Ayres medal because that just oh, came yeah. through. Yeah, well deserved. So, um, and the second best was yeah. Brody Mychek. We've gotten four, four votes. <clears throat> my bad. So, yeah, Mychek yeah. had a very good game. Yeah, so, so he, he didn't get in there because like Cox had so the votes from the game in that game. So Nick Nat had ten. Mychek and Adams both had four. Mm. Liam Ryan and yeah, Mason Cox both two. had three. Jack Darling, Adam Troll. Adam Trelaw with two, and Levi Greenwood and Josh Dacos. I can respect one. the Levi from tagging. Um, so, yeah, from tagging Kelly, that was yeah, one of his worst. He, he, worst yeah, games. completely tagged Kelly up again. Kelly. He did not have. Um, not so I know he had a few he had, clearances. Um, he had thirteen touches, like one or two, but that's hardly yeah, so anything. Had, that yeah, they need to be achieving. Um, yeah, he had two, and like he had eight tackles, but he had thirteen touches. And Levi Greenwood, he had thirteen himself. He was tagging he also had eight tackles. So. He tagged him and he mm. matched his game completely. And, and I think to continue on with Collingwood and how impressive they've been, especially that game, Collingwood oh. going into this game, okay, were labelled, well, the away team for starters against yep. the it Eagles. Yep, have, have not lost the year Get so many and stars back. Have not the dirty they were labelled... They were labelled dirty. They were labelled, they were yep. dirty by the West Australian government and would have had to quarantine. Them <laughs> yeah, well, they, they would have to lost, finish. But yeah. which now, which now the Eagles, so, which now the Eagles yeah, have, so to they have to do the two weeks. So like, even losing. if they won, they would still have to do it. But it would only have to be the one week because then they'll leave mm. do their game. So now they have to do an extra week. Um, and by Kane Corn, especially Kane Corn, like saying that they're only going yes. there to make up the numbers. Um, the Eagles with the, with their big ins. The ins we had, we had Shuey, our, ca- our captain, Jack Redden, Jeremy McGovern, and Jamie Cripps. So all so all players yeah, who are should... um yeah who are, are, are unbelievable, influential, um, and to to do what Connell did, but not only able to like silence the crowd, especially in that yeah. first quarter. Coxie, Coxie, I think it was like three goal lead. Yeah, yeah, and they were able to just. Keep, keep this, it going the whole th- game. This question is not on the um, agenda. And it was one of the but closest. Do, do you think the this year's Eagles was a yep, failure no. of a season or a waste of a season? Or because um, we brought in Kelly, we're gonna almost the see, best finisher I think in the comp. As from last season, I think what people were saying how we had Kelly and all that. Um, you can say it's a fail, but it, it was definitely yeah, because it was all so at the Gabba. We can't play at the, the Gabba, but. <laughs> Um, well, it, it wasn't all yeah. at the Gabba, but it was all over the place. I the think it, it, ruined, it ruined a lot of things. But we, we still should have yeah, done better because um, Adam Simpson was saying in his press conference after that, it was mainly the first three weeks in the hub yeah. we had. 
Um, that mm. really killed us. Yeah, I think not making the top four. Yeah, yeah, and especially the list they've got. Yeah. I think I think anything below that yeah. is no matter if you're yeah. on percentage or not. And it was definitely through because you, you know if you're. If you're the Eagles and you're and you're you know top four, mm. you're playing games in Perth and you're unbeatable in Perth, basically. It's you know, and it's like you should be. And, and the yeah. Game so Eagles, you'd have that was like eight games, quite substantial. Yeah. Including round one, I think it was. Which which you think give which basically gives them an advantage over everyone else because. You and know, Rich, from who they play, like they play Geelong, the Giants. We would play the Giants. We played Melbourne mm. round one. Giants. We played the. The Dockers and Derby, of course. Um, Carlton yeah. and Hawthorne. So, we can, we can do it at home, but... Yeah, they are all, all pretty good. Besides Hawthorne, all pretty good. Adapting to the wet weather footage, like, like, we just like it clean. Yeah. But, like, we also only had five losses for the year. So, it was the three early in the season, so round against the Tigers and against mm. the Bulldogs. So, we the same amount of losses we had in the 2018 season, but in the 12 wins. Mm. And we still managed to finish fifth, and it was mainly percentage. Yeah. The Cats, they lost so many close games, but the yeah, games they, they won, them out. like killed all the teams they won. So that's because yeah, they yeah, had big. the best percentage. It was close to hundred yeah. percent. So and the Eagles had like just under hundred twenty. Um, so, but back on the case with I want to make a point of this of Kane Corns labeling them just making up the numbers. The Pies, and, the, and this has become a really strong theme with them over the last few years, when they're underestimated and yeah. when they're doubted... They always pull through. Like against the Tigers, the Eagles. And, and it's incredible to see, like against the Tigers, yeah, exactly. They're always, they're a team that consistently proves doubters wrong. And, it's, and you know, and like I've said this before to, to Josh and Cow, that mm. I feel that the Pies are one of the most likeable teams in the comp because the culture that they've built, the, their players... Bucks is really mm. likable. I feel, and you know, I know a lot of people will disagree with me on that. Yeah, because Collingwood are notoriously a very disliked club because of their supporters and because of their history and because of their lineage. But I, I personally really like the Pies and I like where they're going. And yeah, I, I, I was don't about think to say, I don't where think do you think they this year. they drop out? Granny, Sammy, or Bradley. they can beat the Cats. I yeah, I reckon. I reckon. I, I think, think they put up. I think the that they put up an effort based against on, the Lions. Like, what, what's been happening? They put up. Uh, they put up a good game. But just the the home advantage, um, the good. wet weather. But oh, mm. Brisbane, which, Brisbane should kill whoever plays in the prelim. They'll they be, absolutely it, it, be but, but if if they somehow um, get to the but granny, also like they, I reckon that they can beat Power and they could beat Richmond as well. So, yeah, oh yeah, all Saint Kilda. Yeah, all Saint Kilda. Yeah. So I think. And, and, I think and there's also one more thing, like, um, with Kane Corns, so, as he was saying, because after um, he said what he did last weekend, he goes out of the game and saying, like, they're being uh, too cocky. They're, like, mm. thinking they won the premiership, mm. but they haven't yet. Um, and he's like, don't celebrate like yeah. you won the premiership. But, like, it's a win that yeah. defy all odds. In Perth, backs against the wall. Oh, I think no one as. predicted them. I think them. Kane Corns and they, one of those. And they go and win it in that fashion. I think... I think I think Kane Corns is one of the least yeah. respected and liked journalists in the AFL. I don't like I don't him. I think at anyone all. does. Um, I feel that I feel that, and I, I put this opinion. It's the same with Tom Brown. I know Tom <laughs> Brown's not involved in this at all, but they say they say opinions that a lot of people mm. disagree with in order to get people to watch them and take notice. 
which then which then grows in a circle because the more people who watch it, yeah. the more opinions they get, and then that's how they get their you know their, their money and their mm-hmm. pay and all that. And I don't you know I don't exactly respect that. And I've been very, I've been very yeah. strong and very vocal about that in the past. It's been a really enjoyable. That's my opinion. Anyway, I think we're, I think we're done here. Yeah, so, so next I week, later this week, the preview for the semi-finals. So to recap, so to recap, the semi, well, our next episode should be a yeah. So uh, Richmond versus the Pies will be versus the Cats. Tula versus Geelong. Geelong versus Collingwood. Saturday night. Thursday night. But yeah, so we should do it when I think it's teams announced for Richmond be Sinclair. Indeed. So, all right, I've been, uh, I've, I've been, been I've been Josh.